Hey, it's Joe Driver with the Sales Hero Podcast. We're going to learn some cool stuff about psychology, influence, neuroscience, how to create repeatable best practices and systems, and of course, building your bulletproof mindset. And you can find me on my blog at joedrower.ca and at salesheroacademy.com. Today, I'm talking all about how to reframe your sales conversations to be more positive, as well as putting on a show so your customers are absolutely salivating at having a meeting with you. This is making it way more fun for you to sell, making it easy for them to take take action. Um, and it's also going to be a blog post. You can check that out on the link for well for more content. And man, you know what? This is all about just keeping things simple, having fun, and getting back to just helping people buy from you. Let's kick this thing off. What's up? Today, I want to talk to you about how to make your sales call more of like a show rather than a pitch. Um, and I haven't done a podcast for quite a while. Um, been doing lots of stuff, lots of really cool stuff. I've been focusing primarily on working with clients and serving them and helping them do a bunch of really cool things. And so uh, today it just inspired me because I just got off the phone um, or just got off a call with one of my clients and we really, um, we made some breakthroughs on where they're positioning themselves in the marketplace and how they're positioning themselves in the calls. You know, the, the frame that they're, that they're in when they're having these calls. And we often talk about being in this position of strength and in this position of strength, um, there's lots of ways you can do it, but the easiest ways to do it is to make your sales call fun, is to make it about being chaseable and being interesting. And so we started looking at, you know, what, what's going on when they're, you know, mapping out their avatars, mapping out their customer. And I think too often, because we've been hearing this so many times in the ways that people do sales training is focus on the pain, focus on the pain, focus on the challenge, you know, and it becomes, it becomes like a shitty therapy session. Your sales call should not feel, look how high pitch my voice went. Your sales call should not feel like you're going and putting somebody through therapy. Sales should be fun. Sales should be fun for you, should be fun for them, should be talking about possibility. When we think about the psychology of the sales call, if you're constantly talking about the pain and the challenge and the, and the pain and the struggle and what it, you know, then you come in and you're, I'm going to save the day. I'm going to lift you up from this problem and we're going to do that. That's why a lot of times people go, well, I'm on all this pain. Now all of a sudden you're adding a cost to that pain. Right, so we don't have to come in and rescue people. And when I talk about being a sales hero, it's not about rescuing them and saving the day. But what you can do is show people what's possible, ignite that spark of possibility in them. And so all these books, you know, I I, I love spin selling, but I've been really resisting, you know, doing training on that unless I really talk about. I've said really a bunch of times, but unless I really <clears throat> talk about rather than P, you know, spin is situation problem implication need payoff, but rather than P is the problem, I want to put it as problems and opportunities. Opportunities, problems and goals. Where do they want to go? What are the challenges? How are they, you know, they want to be able to go here, but what are the things that are holding them back? And what's possible if they do this? So that's where we start looking at those problems. You know, what are they trying to do? And so when we looked at this, we started to map out with my client this morning, um, you know, what's the value that they offer? And are they sharing that value? Are they getting them excited about that value? Um, and when they're talking about their client, are they talking about the possibility for that client? Or are they simply just finding out what's wrong and then saying, okay, here's how we're going to fix it? And so for me, you know, I, I know that when I get in a sales call myself, because I've been doing this and really focusing on being positive and excited about their stuff, is I know years ago... That I think when I realize that I'm doing things right is when people go, wow, your job looks so much fun. I want your job. What do I have to do to do your job? It looks actually easy. 
to make it look easy, you got to do all this work. You got to put yourself in this place where you're helping people, you know, you're solving those challenges, but lifting them up and showing them what's possible. But when you start to see challenges as opportunities, and you know, I get almost like weirdly excited when somebody starts telling me about what they're dealing with and how it's going, because I see possibility in every situation because I've been training my brain to do that. And that's what I want you to think about is when somebody's telling you about your challenges, don't think about possibility for you to solve them, but what's possible for them if that challenge doesn't exist or that challenge becomes comes a hidden opportunity and start discussing around those things, right? And so when you're, when you're, we were mapping out an avatar for one of the clients and I looked at all of the conversation was around the challenge. What's the fear that they have? What's the, you know, the lost opportunity? What's all this stuff that was negative? So what we did an activity was, was reframe those in a positive light. How do we actually shift all this stuff that can be challenges to, you know, that's what's happening. That's the situation, but what's the opportunity because of that situation that they're not, they're not, they're not realizing yet yet. And that's what I want you to think about as we're looking at this. So part of this is also to normalize your client's world. Whatever they're going through is normal, right? If they're going through a situation where, you know, they're they're not able to handle certain things for their clients, you go, that's normal, you know, because you guys have been focusing on this so much. How can you expect to also have this in place? That's why you need to have, you know, this kind of service. You need to do these things so that you can put yourself in a position to go and go after those opportunities, after those goals. And then when you show them what's possible, you show them all the ways it works. At that point, you can say, okay, I think we can help you with that. You know, I can see the opportunities for you. Do you also see the opportunities? Okay, cool. Do you think we're the right people to help you go after those, right? If you're talking about, do you understand the challenges? Do you understand the pain and the, and the hell that you're in? Okay, cool. Now we're going to save you. You see the difference? Like they just, it, even just saying it makes me feel icky, right? And I think too many, you know, too many sales trainers and too many people out there focus on that pain, right? And so what we have to look at, you know, I, I talk a lot about, you know, you have to make sure that that fear of change is is less than the pain of staying the same. No, what did I say? The, sorry, the pain of staying the same is greater than the fear of change. And that pain of staying the same, you know, we're talking about pain, but it also can be that the excitement about the opportunity becomes greater than that fear of change. So I think about that. Instead of going and focusing on pain, challenges, fear, focus on opportunity, Right? And if they push back on that, then yeah, you can dig into some fear. Like what happens if you don't do this? Do you believe that this is a good opportunity? Do you see what's potential for it? Do you see the possibility? But what if you don't? Then you add in some fear. But if you're only focusing on fear, it's really hard to get people to take action. So part of this also, as we talked about this today, we looked at what are, what's the value that you're offering that client? And part of that is, is sharing your processes, sharing what you do, sharing how all the ways that you're going to help them looks like. Don't wait until they're a customer to open that kimono and tell them what you're going to do for them. Show them everything. And, you know, I was talking to somebody last week in one of the groups that I'm coaching and I said, you know, I don't really care. I'll give you guys all my slides, every piece of material I've ever made. You can have everything, every video. I did a presentation for a hundred or so financial planners last week and they said, can we have your slides? I'm like, you can have those plus anything else I have. I'm going to do a recording of this. You can watch it over and over. Our value is not in the information we have. Our value is not in the resources we have. Our value is getting people to understand that we have resources and how to apply those, how to, you know, the application of those, the implementation of those. I can show somebody every single thing I've ever done, but my real skill set is how do they make that theirs? And the more complex things you're dealing with, even if you're only, you know, you have two, three or four different tools, every time you add one more piece, it adds a multiple of like four to the complexity. So if you have four pieces, you know, going to the, to the power of four, what is that? 164. 
levels of complexity when you have four moving pieces, when you have people involved. And so that's where my skill set is. I'm going to show you all the things you can do, but I'm going to be the one that's going to help you put them to the test. Okay. And so look at your, look at your process, look at what you're selling, your product and service. And, you know, for, if you're just selling a, you know, widgets or something very simple, then it's a different type of thing. You got to put on a different show, but the customer that I'm working with, he used to sell, um, like food, food gadgets, like one of those mandolin things, like the food slicers. And he was telling me that, you know, he would be at Walmart selling those and, he would be like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, come down today. We're doing this. He would put on a show. He would put on this like really fun way to do it and the way he moved his hand in a certain way. He would tease them with ideas. He would make it really engaging. And now because in his new business, well, new-ish, like they've been doing it for a while, but it's a high-ticket service offering. And in that business, he's not putting on that same show. And I'm like, well, what if you just became you again and had fun and you were like, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to today's sales call. Let's talk about your business. Let's get pumped up. Let's fucking do this. If you did something like that, imagine how your customers are going to feel. And I know for me, I get, like I said, creepily excited and pumped up and I share everything. I overshare and I get excited about what's possible for other people. And they basically go, what do I have to do to get more of this? Even if they don't even care what my services are, they do. But even if they didn't, they'd be like, I'll pay to hang out with you because we're focused on them, because we're talking about what's possible. We're showing them what's there, giving them tools, resources. I give everything away for free because I want to help people put this stuff to the test, put it to action and get results. So that's kind of what we looked at. And then, and then we started talking about, you know, the customer and and the stories and that we have beliefs and we have values. And if we get them to connect to our values and our story, they're going to buy that story. If you help them understand their story, they're going to buy that story. So then we looked at, there's a book that I love. It's called uh, what great salespeople do. And it's all about story selling and how to put a story structure in place. And, and every good story follows a very clear pathway. And I talk a lot about this in my training where you know you talk about the situation what's going on who's the character who's the protagonist the antagonist on what's going on what are the challenges what are those opportunities what are they trying to solve what's the mission what's the value and then we go oh okay but they want to be able to do this but they can't do this but if they could it looks like this that's the second part of the story. If you ever read a good story, that's how it goes. Then it gets to a point where you reach that turning point that aha moment where at this point everything can change. And then it goes to what's called the denouement, the resolution. If you start working with your clients in a story structure, you say, okay, well, it sounds like you guys are going like this. You've been doing really well doing this and this and this. You want to be able to go here and do this. However, if you don't have these things in place, you have this opportunity to do this, but you need to be able to do this. So all these things are happening and they go, yeah, that sounds exactly what we're doing. Okay, but if we can find then a way for you to just do this thing, if we can just do this or have this or buy this, then you're going to be able to create this. And the new reality looks like that. And you say, have I missed anything? And that's when they go, no, that sounds awesome. You say, great, let's move forward. And now your offer is going to have weight because it's attached to a story. And so by adding, you know, you know talking, focusing on value, focusing on opportunity, focusing on your beliefs, focusing on your story, being authentic, normalizing that change for them, then sharing this all back in a way that they go, wow, that story sounds fantastic. What we're trying to do is just change that video that's playing in their head to one that includes you now moving forward with this opportunity and whether they buy from you or not, you want them to visualize this new reality and they're going to say, you know, I'm either going to do it myself or do it with you and you want to have positioned yourself well enough for you to be the choice and and be one that's not even in competition with anybody else. So 
two books is get that what great uh, salespeople do. It's all about story selling. And the other one, uh, one of my friends recommended is metaphorically selling. If you use those two books and you go in and you focus instead on the value and the opportunity creation and igniting that spark, you're going to get way more out of your conversations. You're going to get your clients happy. You're going to get more people chasing you and you're going to have way more fucking fun selling bottom line. So anyways, that was, I haven't had done a podcast for a, in about a year and a half, I think. And I wanted to just get this out. I'll be doing a lot more uh, stuff uh, coming up over the next little bit. We've got lots of different projects and programs. So if you're listening to this and you want to connect with me and find out how I can help you create your story, let me know. But this is something that, uh, that we really, really believe in and we're growing and scaling this stuff fast. And uh, I hope this helps. Go have fun, focus on the positive, help your customers kick ass and tell them so. All right. Talk to you soon. Thanks for checking out today's podcast. You know, whether you're just starting out or you have decades of experience, it's conversations exactly like these that can help you get an edge today and in the long term. You can also find me on my blog at joegerard.ca and make sure you share it with your friends and colleagues. See, my goal is to help you just simplify, have fun, and grow your business. So join me next time for another episode of the Sales Hero Podcast.